Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to the Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on my top 107.1 Everything Entertainment DJ Rock Lobster's with us Clomp 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 Steve's back from New York we'll hear about your trip coming up in a little bit here can't wait it's gonna be good times I knew you weren't gonna come in today well, it's th- you know, I know, but you've been gone for two days, so I know last and last week was a little wonky, you know, because we were out at the thing on a Tuesday and all that. Yeah, and, well, and here's okay. the thing with today, and and I know you're going to be like, what about me? So today's birthday bash. We got a weird schedule. Like, what are you doing in between the show right. and the birthday bash? Going home to let my dog out and yeah. feeding him, and then coming back this way. Yeah, you know. It's just uh, everything's always on this side of town. You ever notice that? Can we ever have a can we have a party? How about yeah? How about we do something over at Southdale? Even Ridgedale, I'll accept. Honest to goodness, just just make us feel like we don't have to see the skyline, and we like the skyline. But then we feel like we're always giving here, right? Uh, But I do love Lush. I will say that. I've never been, so this is going to be my first time inside of it and seeing the venue. We had a meeting there. Um, and uh, checking out uh, hopefully some biscuits. Were you not at the meeting? No, I wasn't at that meeting. Why weren't you at that meeting? I forget why I wasn't at that meeting. Probably because you'd have to drive all the way over here. Donna! What? I forget. What was that meeting for? Well, it was like a... It was just a... Maybe it, I was out of town or something. I don't I don't remember. That's convenient. Uh, Donna. What? I'm just saying. I'm but, sorry. And you know, my daughter, thank you for asking, she's 11, and she's going on her first big trip without us she's going to to Gigi and paps grandma and paps oh how um, fun for her so she leaves tomorrow and i'm so, uh, you know sort of bummed like this this new york trip and i have stories to tell you coming up at 9 30 um the new york trip just came at, a, at the time that it did and then i ended up on a very late flight last night didn't get home till about 12 30 and then she's leaving tomorrow morning very very early and then i was like oh, okay well good i'll get to see her on thursday and really have some good intentional time and then i looked at the calendar and i remembered Oh, it's the birthday bash. And according to my calendar, Donna, that birthday bash is going from 3 o'clock until 9 o'clock. How do we submit overtime? Oh, I thought it was 8 o'clock. Is it 8 o'clock? Rocco's at 8? Rocco's not near his microphone. What an idiot. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I think it's 8 o'clock, 3 to 8. It's going to be so much fun. Steve, you missed a... Uh, oh, yeah, it does, Rocco. Yeah, 3 to 8 tonight. Okay, believe, Steve, like, you missed... I believe, 3 to 6, Mike, then a trivia. You, I'll be hosting you can turn the mic on if you want. At, uh, six it's on. With, I believe, Julia. Oh, I can hardly hear him. Be a oh, I can hear him. And then an Ask Us Anything panel, and then I think just uh, drinking and eating. Okay, Steve. 
I hear Rocco very much in the distance now, but you hear him fully. I don't know. Oh, I'm over at the the StreamYard computer so we can all look at each other, but I'll be back in a second. I'll be back in a second. Anyway, yesterday you missed a lot of fun. Rocco had all these um, flashback um, highlights can we play any Donna, today Marley, and Tam, and then I, I mean, here's the deal. Tonight, I should prepare you for what you're going to go through tonight. I think you have to look at the calendar to see what time, but you're going to get two two segments with Jace. We're the first ones up here, Donna. We are at 3.30, you and I. Oh, okay. Like, the, the he starts at 3. I think, uh, you know, there's going to be some, some high-level brass about talking, looking back at how my talk got started, but I think we're the first uh, show that is going to be up there with Jason at 3.30. So we have to be on our game. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to prepare at least one montage of funny Donna and Steve stuff. Uh, I might uh, do some Donna, Marley, and Tam stuff. But yeah, you'll just talk about you know how much you love working with me, what I've brought what? to the show since I joined, um, how I can become more of a spot star of the okay, show. I'm and then I think Lori and Julia come up know. next after that, and it should be a good show. Great. Okay. I know. Okay, fine. fine. <laughs> bye now. Thank okay, you very bye. Much. Hey, uh, speaking of shows, Dave Chappelle was supposed to be at First Avenue last night. Uh, oh, this, this is, is making crazy. national news, if it not sure international news. Um, he they switched him. First Avenue uh, decided to cancel that show, so he went over to the Varsity, where he's playing tonight and tomorrow anyway. Uh, but yeah, that's all because of pushback from. Uh, People who found his Netflix special, I think it was Netflix, um, very offensive to the trans community. Right. Um, You know, so first half, they had a they they put out a press release about this yesterday. mm -hmm. And one of the lines um, in and I won't read the whole thing, but one of them said, we believe in diverse voices and the freedom of artistic expression. But in honoring that, we lost sight of the impact that this would have, meaning booking Dave Chappelle. Uh, We know that there are some who will not agree with this decision. You are welcome to send feedback. So I saw this on Twitter last night. Mm -hmm. And then you start scrolling through. And I must say, at least on my uh, Twitter, the the replies that I was reading to that, both sides of this conversation were being very vocal. Some that were like, yes, this is great. Thank you for making this decision. And others that were saying, you know, essentially this is censorship and they're being bullied out of this. And, you know, you had all sorts of voices that were chiming in. Some people saying, hey, First Ave, you just earned my, you know, business forever. Other people saying, I'm never going to go to First Ave as a result of this. It was very, people had some very strong opinions um, about this. And then First Avenue, midway down, like the reading the replies on Twitter, they then issued another thing of like, hey, if you want to send feedback, you can send it here. They seemed like they were very open to like trying to get a focus group of how do you guys feel about this decision? Do you think this was the right sure. decision? You know, they got a, know, it's a business thing I for them like, too. I would love to hear. So I, I saw that Dave Chappelle special mm-hmm. and I would love to hear I'm in no position to be offended or not offended, right? I mean, I don't belong to Understood. that group. So right. I, I I would like to know specifically what about that was very offensive because my takeaway was he was friends with this, this uh, trans person who he had a friendship. And I, I, I just... 
I better just shut up. I just didn't yeah, understand. It's a, it's a no, but situation. I think it's a, you know, I think it's important that we, because even what you just did right there, Donna, saying like, I better shut up. I think a lot of us have felt that way about a variety of topics that come up that are very hot button. And it's tricky because you want to be, you want to be really, to your point, respectful, especially if you feel like you don't have a, per, per, you're not personally relating mm-hmm. to the group of people that are impacted, right. uh, the topic or, or whatever it might be. But also, we need to allow, uh, and I haven't seen Dave Chappelle's special, but even as we all talk about whatever the decision made as a result of Dave Chappelle's special, it's, I think, so important that conversations remain open. But I think a lot of people feel like if they start to talk about something, one side or the other side is going to bite their head off and label them for this or against this. And it feels on a variety of topics, sometimes too scary to even talk about it. And that, I think, really is not doing uh, anybody a service. It's Stymie's yeah. understanding. Yes. It's Stymie's compassion and mutual respect, even if you hold different views, however deep they might be. But that that's why it was it was sort of peculiar to read through um to, to read through the comments and hearing people on both sides of the this topic and this argument and this decision, they were weighing in a different way. So um, now the interesting thing was, by the way, if anybody was at the uh, Dave Chappelle show last night at the Varsity, send us an email, Don and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. It was a no phone zone. Mm, so right. you're not going to see That's recordings right. of it. And then it'll be there again, you know, tonight and uh, tomorrow. But, um, yeah, it's certainly, certainly making headlines and yeah. people certainly have opinions about and it. And I would say that if if you do watch the show, don't just look up what the comments were in his show, the, his Netflix show. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to watch it from beginning to end because there's a, there's a story arc that he uses. You know, it's kind of like a full circle thing. Sure. Um, and then, you know, you with can't comedians, just pull comments. And with comedians, to so many of them... I know we're up against the clock, but nothing is sacred to them, right? There are a lot of comedians yeah, who say this, yeah. need, you know, and so then if uh, if this merits a cancellation or a removal from this venue and a change of venue, what other topics that comedians joke about in what a another group might deem to be disrespectful or, or mean-spirited or whatever it might be, um, what other ones would mandate the uh, someone like First App saying, all right, you can't do it here, you got to do it over there, right? That's mm-hmm. the tricky thing about... Uh, freedom of speech, speech and censorship, and um, being mindful of the people that could be impacted by comments. You know, it's very yeah. difficult. I'm glad I'm, I don't run a venue. Yeah, I I'll say too. a couple things. I mean, when we talk about censorship and like freedom of speech, that's a government thing. You know, First Avenue is a business. They that's can do true. Whatever they yeah, want. that yeah. is very true. Um, They're yeah. a private business. If you read between the lines of a lot of the Twitter comments, a lot of people are like, the staff was going to walk out. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, basically, mm. I think uh, if you read between the lines, I think the staff at First Ave was like, "Well, I'm not showing up tonight. This is BS." And then First Ave's like, "Okay, we're screwed." I mean, I'm not saying this huh. is the official story. That's what I read between the lines I on see. the on the Twitter comments. Hmm. So we'll see if okay. that we'll see if anybody has insight on that. And that sort of jibes with First Ave's um, statement too, because it didn't seem. So, like it, it seemed like they were making a decision. Obviously, they did, but that they were sort of like, "Send us your feedback," which you don't usually see, you know, when you're making. Yeah, a they they like want to understand. Yeah, I get it. Okay, all, all right, right, we gotta go. We gotta We're go. Yeah. Um, right. When we come back, we got things that make you go, "Huh?" Nine thirty. I got New Jersey stories for Donna Ooh. Valentine. That all. Uh, stay with us, Don and Steve, right here on my talk. Ooh. 
Welcome back. Thank you for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, that's me. Steve Patterson. Hello. That's him. I'm 38. And DJ Rock Lobster. You're 38, huh? Yeah. Are you going to be 39 this year? Yeah, in November. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, is that what tonight is about? <laughs> a look ahead to Stevie Boy's 39th. You're not supposed to know, okay? The promo, that we, or the, the little bump back that we just heard there of... One Republic? They really want to be an experience, but the locals um. just hate it. I quoted that yesterday in the car. I quoted you, Donna, as we passed a <laughs> New Jersey you. landmark. Oh. I got stories to tell you at 9.30. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, but first, I'm let's... walking here. Hey. Oh, hey. Hi, from Steve. What are we doing? In the city. Oh, I thought you were telling a New Jersey story, oh, that's no? coming up at 9.30. No, it's, it's Come on, Jersey. I thought you were I mean, talking about Jersey, man. No, hey, I mean, man. I mean, that's I where that quote about. comes from. I, I know. Well, Rocco. I mean, I had oh, a great that's right. We were talking about the tight transition. No, no, hey, hey. We were talking about the mall. That's right. That hideous thing. No, yeah. Okay, we'll save it. We'll save it. Nine thirty. We'll save it. Nine thirty. Fine. Stories from both sides of the Hudson River coming okay. up. At Did you take the tunnel, the Lincoln Tunnel? I hope you tune in at nine thirty. Okay. <laughs> but, by the way, when you were gone, I've got another quote that I might turn into a promo. I think it, either Donna or Matt said, "It sounds nice if you don't listen to it." <laughs> <laughs> that was at 9.52 on Sunday oh, no. That's, That's great. great. These promos write themselves, yes. man. Uh, let's see here. Let's wake our brains up, everybody. If you've been forgetting to play Wordle like I have, and a little bit of me feels sad about I've that. I've been doing great. Really? I've been getting them on three, oh, four man. max. I've just been... Today's was hard. I'm not going to okay. lie. Oh. And it's a hard one. Every single odd number has this letter in it when you spell it out. Five seconds. Oh, gosh. Four, three. Is there uh, O? One. O. The letter E is in every odd number, like seven, one, three, 15. Is it in 11? Oh, it is. A few times. Thank you. Thank you. Duke University is named after James Buchanan Duke. The guy responsible for creating the modern cigarette. So he's the one. How many of your neighbors smoke cigarettes, Donna? I don't think any. I'd do. say about half. Oh, maybe two. You know, I, there's but no not, one. They're not regular. Maybe two. It's amazing what's happened to the the cigarette smoking industry. Oh yeah, we shamed if, everybody out of it. If you would have, you know, my dad used to smoke a lot of cigarettes, and I mean tons, just two packs a day. Started. Right toying around with cigarettes true story at the age of eight hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson rain wilson amor tolls you name it they come they share new episodes of you are what you read drop every tuesday on apple spotify or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Was it a pack a day by the age of 12? It was a different time. But when they put the crazy tax on cigarettes back in like the late 90s, early 2000s, I remember him getting so mad and he was talking about how the government was just going after tax money and they were using this false moral position because then he, he was like, look at how many of these tanning beds we're passing. Mm, that's true. You think true. these people are getting taxed for cancer? You think they they're should. just out to stop they the should. cancer? Yeah. You know, it's... Anyway, you stopped I know, smoking. I, I smoked for a long time too. 25 years probably, 23. No. Yeah, I did. In fact, whenever my chest hurts, I'm like, I should go get that scanned. You never revealed this in the disclosure when I joined the show. I've mentioned it, I think. Menthol? At one point, yeah. Virginia Slim. Menthol lights. Yeah. And then Newports for a while. Yeah. 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 I smoked Newports once. Camels. When I, had, I was in the parking lot of a Taco Bell in New Kent, Pennsylvania. And uh, somebody was like, hey, man, are you sick? I was like, yeah, I'm sick. I think I might have liked the flu. And they were like, smoke this menthol cigarette. This will help. Really. It didn't, guys. Dude, I was smoking on airplanes. I was, was smoking. It like when tubes in the sky were just plumes of smoke. And it's so funny. It's like, I want to sit in the smoking section. And then, <laughs> you know, it, which starts at, let's say, row 14. Well, poor row 13. Yeah. You know, it's still getting all the oh smoke. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. The term smart Alec comes from a pimp named Alec Hogue from New York City in the 1840s. He would rob his prostitutes' clients, and he thought he could get away with it by bribing the cops. But they eventually decided that he thought he was a little too smart for his own good, and they arrested him. That's where we get the term smart Alec. I don't believe that. I'm not sure, and I didn't look up to see if it was true. Snopes, what do you think? I'm on Snopes.com, making sure I spread the truth. I just want to wake (laughs) your brain up. Thank you. I care about truth. My brain is up. They're up. Hey, when we come back, uh, uh, stories from New York City and what I thought was my first ever trip to New Jersey. Hmm. Was it, though? What led me there and what it cost me? Next. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. You guys mowing your lawn or are you letting it go? Letting it go. I let it go a second week here. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, but now all this rain. Friday. All this rain now, and it's just going to keep growing. I'm not going to do it till Sunday, I don't think. When's it going to cool down again? I don't know. Can I just tell you? Actually, can we make it official, Rocco? Uh, I have tales to tell from, from both sides of the Hudson River. Oh, no. Oh, wait, are we, in, are we doing a city? I need a city. Okay, let's do it. Walking here. Hey, time for Steve in the city. I'm going to start with the heat. We had a very full day yesterday in both New York and New Jersey. It was a wonderful trip. Um, on day one, to recap, I was out there doing some stuff with Live with Kelly and Ryan. It's going to air the first week of August. I think like August 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, but I'll let you know a little closer, too. Uh, but we got to go to what's called Edge, a very high skyscraper, one of the highest in the New York skyline. And we went up on the this sky deck that they have, which is the highest sky deck in the Western Hemisphere. Oh, wow. 
and it's it's big and it's high and it's great and it's crazy and they've got the glass floor that you can walk on you know when you're really high up and you're oh, like am I going to do this no. I'm getting good I'm getting uh, <laughs> I am getting is, butterf- butterflies I'm just I can't It's interesting because we did this and I think that the story I cannot wait to see the story cuz I think they you know shout out to Kelly and Ryan they uh well Michael Gelman in particular because he ponied up and said, hey, let, we can get a drone crew out there. Oh, so then we had a wow. drone team out there. So we had to do it super early in the morning before they opened it to the public for insurance reasons because of the drone. And But Donna, like, there's a point when, okay, so you go to this, this sky deck, and then you're looking out. The views are unbelievable. You go at sunrise, it's great. Sunset, it's great. At night, I would love to do it at night. It would just be spectacular. But then... You uh, you get to go inside and you essentially climb up 162 stairs. So you go up what I think is about another eight to ten stories, but you are doing it above the sky deck. You're on essentially the side of the building and tethered in, and then you climb up the stairs. On the left side, you have a railing as you normally would. On the right side, you have New York no. City. Ah! And you're looking over the edge, but you, how you're Wait. saying right now that oh. you're feeling nervous and all that. Mm-hmm. I was there with mm-hmm. four guys, uh, a, a producer. You know, we had like an, a, a, an, an assistant with us who was just sort of helping out with whatever needed. And then a camera guy, right? John, our camera guy, he's like holding a big, heavy camera up there. Two of us ended up doing the lean where you go up to an edge and you're hooked in, you're tethered in, you're safe. But you have to overcome the mental thing. And then you, Donna, lean back over the skyline you're leaning and then they have you put your hands up and now you're just like in a full lean hands are out stretched out but two of the guys couldn't do it and the youngest guy in our group 25 he was like you he was getting like this overcome mentally with it he was staying close to the wall i was like aiden come out here i'll lean with you and he was like absolutely not he was very happy about it but there's not a chance staying right here i'm good okay so that sounds really dangerous that that side is open like that without mm-hmm. even some because anybody who's got any kind of vertigo or anything like that this is definitely not your but you're fully tethered in you're fully tethered okay. they have they they do a very good job of making sure that you are safe and they tell you all the ways that they're checking and then double checking i'll just tell you this if you're going to go to new york um if you want to see a, an incredible view panoramic view of new york city of Jersey on a clear day, you can see all the way to Pennsylvania, go to Edge, and then if you're a thrill seeker, pay for what's called the city climb, and you'll get to go up to the top of the building. It's really something. No, Um, thank you. Okay, so we did that on the first day, and it was great. So the second day, yesterday, we were going to the High Line. It was so bleeping hot yesterday. Oh, yeah. Everywhere, Mm. I know, but we were shooting outside for a couple of hours in the sun it was just you know me guys when i start to sweat on my forehead i don't stop sweating until i shower that night it is just a lost cause and holy hannah i started sweating it was so hot but i cannot recommend highly enough checking out the highline next time you go to new york yeah i've done that okay so it's this it's mile just a and great a half place to walk yeah and you get to see so much it's a mile and a half of this uh green track essentially where it used to be a rail line yeah, way back, started in the 1800s, 
was in operation until 1980. And then what was this rail line that was elevated, right? It's about 20 feet up from the city streets. It would just cut through the city and you had train cars passing through. And now you'll see the old rail tracks, but they have a beautiful sidewalk, all sorts of greenery, over 500 different species of plants, flowers, and trees. So Donna, as you walk through it, it's you're walking through and see all this beautiful greenery and then you see the skyline and then you're now tucked in between maybe two apartment buildings you're just sort of bobbing and weaving your way through and some of these apartment buildings um and it goes from the 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 meat packing district to hudson yards some of these apartments are just were developed by architects with a really interesting stamp right it's not like your run-of-the-mill right. apartment complexes so you're looking at the architecture you're surrounded by greenery, and then boom, make another turn. There's a gorgeous skyscraper right in front of you. It's great. A mile and a half walk. You walk through Chelsea Market at one point. You can stop. You can get food. Uh, Chelsea Market, which used to be the home of Nabisco, actually where they think they developed the Oreo right there oh. in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Worst I had to cookie eat an, ever. I know. I had to eat an Oreo yesterday. Oh, wait. Day. Are we all three on board that we don't really like Oreos? They're We're stupid. Over Oreos. Yeah. Like, what Nabisco is that? loves them. They just don't deserve the. The only they thing get. they're good for is crumbling on top of ice yeah, cream. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a good point. Or like a crust of a like frozen pie. Oh, they're a little bitter, and the cream is a little. It's mm, just so chemically cheap. Yeah. Yes, and it just gets way too much praise. That's the point: is people bow down to it like it's some sort of cookie god. We have so many better choices these days. Chips yes. Ahoy! How about those gooey ones? I like it. Yes, I like the, the soft and chewy. <laughs> so I, I give it a 10 out of 10. Go to the High Line. It's okay, wonderful. Great. It's free, by the way. You end at the Vessel when in Hudson Yards, which is a really interesting architectural piece, by the way, as well. But yesterday I got a call. And longtime fans of Live with Kelly and Ryan, this will have a little extra meaning to you. Uh, if you don't really watch the show as much, maybe not. But I get a call at about 10.15, and we're going to be shooting at 11. And the producer says, hey, I got a question. Um, would you be willing to do another shoot today? And I said, sure. And he said, it might require you getting your, your flight pushed back. And I was like, oh, that's fine. What are we thinking? So Art Moore is a longtime executive with Live with Kelly and Ryan, like head of programming back at ABC7 in New York. You all, When they cut over and you see Gelman, you see Art Moore right by his side. And he spins the wheel every day during trivia, the whole thing. He's, he's a staple of the show. Always finely dressed. Like how Rocco is always hipster dressed, Art Moore is always dressed to impress. I saw him once, he was coming out of work, and he was. I just saw him like in, on a New York street corner, and I thought, look at him there. Amongst <laughs> look all at these, him there. Amongst all these <laughs> New York people, you got this guy in a fine suit, the jacket looks great, pocket square, tie, all of it. I guess yesterday during the uh, host chat of Live with Kelly and Ryan, Ryan at one point just said, have we ever done a piece? On your closet, Art, have we ever seen all of the jackets that you have, yada, yada? So Art's just sort of laughing it off, and they keep joking about it. It's been a little bit of a mystery. So then the the call is, do you want to go to Art Moore's house? Oh, my gosh. And uh, go inside of Art Moore's closet and have him show you everything. So, sure enough, we go over to Jersey and go to Art Moore's house. Where is it? Like Montclair? I can't reveal the details, <laughs> but I mentioned Garfield. I said, are we near Garfield at all? 
I got a. I know somebody. I said my radio co-host from Garfield. I think we were probably like twenty or thirty minutes away from okay. Garfield. Oh yeah, you were um, in the nice part of Jersey. <laughs> yeah, well, it seemed as much. Yeah, we went through the, the uh, what's that tunnel? The Lincoln the tunnel? tunnel. The Lincoln Tunnel, which Abe Lincoln built. Like almost nobody <laughs> no, knows that's that. Not true. And it was my first time in the Lincoln Tunnel. You notice it's free to go through to go from New York to New Jersey, but from New Jersey to New York, I think it's like twenty bucks. To oh, go you got to pay tunnel. to get through yes. that. Yes, no way. Yes. Oh, they dropped me at New Newark airport afterward uh well i went there and we got to look at his suits we got to look at it you won't believe how many sock drawers this man has that the pocket squares all of it it was great we poured drinks it was it was just this wonderful like odd spur of the moment the idea comes up gelman's like steve's in town why don't we send him yeah. to art's closet it was a lovely finish to the day and it had me in jersey seeing a couple of sites while i was there really did Namely, you go through newark well, I, I, I flew Aside out of Newark Aside from airport. the airport, did you visit the city of Newark? Not at all. No, we were very short on time. But as we were driving, I came upon, I was like, whoa, is that their airport? That airport looks huge and oddly shaped. What is going on? And then we get closer to it and closer to it, and it reads, American Dream. And I thought, <laughs> that's that big so gross. mall yeah. that you were talking about that gave us that famous line, <laughs> which is the local, or they really want it to be an experience, but the locals just hate it. <laughs> that thing is a monstrosity from mm-hmm. the outside. Yeah. Holy cow. What, it, it's like an eyesore. It is an eyesore. It ruins the skyline for a wow. lot of people. It's just, it's terrible. Yeah. It was. And a, it's nothing special. You know, you go in, there's a Banana Republic, there's, you know, it's just, it's nothing, it's nothing special. And I think the same people who did the Mall of America did that thing, too. Well, they did their best work first. Right. I mean, the Mall of America, at least when you drive by it, it looks like a mall. They got some stuff on the facade of it, which looks good. Yeah, this one, the colors are really bad, too, right? It it almost looked like it was under construction. Oh, you went, then you went past Giant Stadium. The Meadowlands. If we did, I missed that. You missed it. Yeah, Dang you went it. right past the stadium and, yeah, the, well, the horse track for the Meadowlands, yeah. I usually come back with Tales from First Class. And, yes, I had my beef short rib on the way out. It was lovely. The food was great. The drinks were great. It was all lovely. When I flew back yesterday, that New Jersey trip, it cost me. I was going to be first class. Instead, 23B, mm. that is a middle seat if mm. you are keeping score at home. Mm. I had a man beside me who was of bigger structure, bone-wise, than I. I had a woman beside me who, uh, you know, she had to use the assistance of a cane, and so I felt very bad about making her get up to go to the bathroom. But you knew I was going to have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Then I waited. I was just about to ask her to go to the bathroom. I see her reach for a cane, and I think, this is my moment. She gets up. She walks to the bathroom. There are two back there. I go behind her. I had to, pardon my uh, vulnerability here, pee like a racehorse. I mean, I was just releasing everything that was in me from the day. And... She beat me back to the chair. Oh, no. And then I was like, then I had that. She sat right down, and then I had to, it was a whole chore for her, and I had to make her get right back up, and I felt very bad. I'm sorry for you. These are coach problems. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, it was good to be in Jersey. Oh, good. Oh, that's great, Steve. Thank it you. It was a good time. Sorry All about right. your first class. All right, we got to go. But listen, we got to talk about Alicia Silverstone because her parenting style is very bizarre. I will explain. <laughs> I would like to get your take on it when we come right back. And if you see something, say something on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Listen, I don't have uh, kids, so I have no place really commenting on this if it weren't so weird. I think that even if you don't have kids, you're allowed to comment on it. Thanks, Steve. Yeah. Okay, so... (laughs) I don't know where to begin. Okay, so Alicia Silverstone is an actress. You know her from... Is she Clueless? Is that the... Clueless. Clueless, okay. So she's got some unique ideas on parenting, and the latest is that she and her 11-year-old son, Bear, still sleep together. Oh, like every, just every day? Mm-hmm. Like he's still mm-hmm. not out of the... Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. She also admitted that she rarely used diapers while raising him. While she was potty training him, she just watched for his cues. Put me down for a hell no. <laughs> She watched for his cues that he had to go. She called the process elimination communication. What are the cues? Well, there was a period of time where she'd be watching him and he'd be naked and she'd be looking for his cues. And the cues part for her was fun because, you know, she thought that he was like flirting with her because he would do this little smile. But that's when he had to pee. If the the cue is a smile, he could be in a diaper still and give you the smile. I thought usually, you know, like kids will like, you know, sort of like grab down there if it's like, hey, do you have to go to the bathroom? Exactly. Go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Well, she said, um, well, two years ago (laughs) when he was nine, she admitted that she was still taking baths, 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 baths with him. She breastfed him longer than is typical, and uh, she never had him vaccinated for anything. She doesn't give him any over-the-counter medications. They might as well just live in the woods as wood people. (laughs) You know what I mean? If you're not going to do any of this, just go live (laughs) among the wolves. Um, She said there was, oh, you might remember this. There was a video from like 10 years ago where she would pre-chew his food for him. Mama bird. And then feed him directly from her mouth. So that's <clears throat> different than how we do it. Oh my word! Oh boy! I don't understand. My sister. Oh God! I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to call her out. She, it was about a few years ago, and she's like, "Yeah, I got to go give Justin a bath," and I go, "Why? He's twelve. Like, why do you have yeah. to give your?" 12-year-old a bath. Can't he do it himself? It's a great moment of freedom when they get old enough and you can just be like, all right, guys, go upstairs, get showers. Yeah. 
That's a yeah. The 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 sh- bathing with the nine year old for me. Okay, this is my truth. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, me no like you <laughs> that. Me think that maybe a little too old. I'll tell you this though. There are all sorts of people out there that do do things all sorts of different ways, and it maybe impacts their children in different ways. Maybe we think that it's having an impact on the kids that it's not having. I don't know. I This is a story. I used to be an admissions counselor, and another admissions counselor that I used to work with, you go and you do these college fairs. So you set up in a gymnasium. There's about 40 colleges, and then parents and kids come through, and they get brochures and pamphlets sure. and talk with you about the universities. Right. Okay. So the guy said he was there, and there was a mother who was talking to him about the school. He does not know the age of the child, but that the child, <laughs> if the story, this is how it's told to me, that the kid came up while the mom is talking to the admissions counselor. Mm, God, I'm scared. I don't want to hear it. Lifted up her shirt. No, wait, no. Got a drink. Wait, how old is the kid? We don't know the age of the co- the child. But the kid is touring a college? <laughs> No, the kid, he's not. <laughs> no, no, so I suppose there were older siblings involved. This is like a younger, so, you know, hey, we're going to the college fair. Get in the car. Everybody's okay. coming. And then this kid, you, you can figure, I don't know what the age is, but an age where he could walk up. Mom is like, so tell me, what is the, uh, what's the room and board here? And then he comes up, flips mom's shirt up, gets a drink from the fountain, if you will, oh, and then pulls the shirt back down and runs about his business. Almost like I just need a quick sip. I can't. Your thoughts. I, my thoughts are I I have no business making a comment, but no. You know, <laughs> we are my thoughts. Like I've never been in my milk has never come in, so I've never breastfed. Mm. But I know that when our children started to grow teeth, it became a different thing. The risk Right. Got higher. The yes. risk reward changed a little bit, I think, for, for Lou. The latest I think she ever went was 18 months, I think she went, um, with with nursing. Now, Alicia Silverstone isn't talking about nursing. It's just other sorts of parenting. But there's all sorts of ways that people are doing it. Yeah, yeah. And, and mm, you know what it sounds like to me with the the breastfeeding until your kids got braces? It sounds like you just, the mom doesn't want to let go. To me, yeah. But me, no, 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 nothing. But you can still have thought. I know. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The that's that's a different way of doing it. I tell you, the one thing I do not want when potty training a child is naked cues of any sort. <laughs> I mean, I want diaper ba- cues. It's bad enough if you have. A dog, you know, you got to watch their cues. Jeez. Yeah, honestly, they're my best Those cues are looking right at you, right? Like, hey, ain't that the truth? You know, one of the we never tried this potty training sort, but I think sometimes they'll put kids just in underwear, so they'll take them out of the diaper, just put like undies on them, Mm -hmm. and then when they pee or have any sort of bathroom thing in their underwear. That causes a very different sensation than the diaper. They don't would. like it, right? And then that can help to speed up the process. I don't. It, we never did it fast with any of our kids. Dev's two and a half. He'll probably be in diapers till he's four. I don't know.
maybe later. We haven't really? in mind that. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, we're going to take a break. Yeah, when we, we come are. back, it'll be 10 o'clock. We have a dirt alert coming your way from Rocco, the latest entertainment stories, the headlines to get you caught up, and then music news. Not next, Don and Steve. Thanks for hanging. It's my talk. Mm-hmm.